This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 230 with Brad Hart. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, we're going to look at how to be more, do more, and give more, and make more marbles in the process. My guest in this episode is Brad Hart. As an experienced entrepreneur, investor, trader, advisor, and mentor to people who want more from their life, Brad has mentored thousands of entrepreneurs and investors, built a hedge fund that returned 106% net of expenses in 2013, has been featured multiple times in Forbes magazine, as well as several popular blogs like the 4-Hour Workweek, and his articles have been read over 1 million times. Brad is a sought-after speaker, thought leader, and exchanges radical ideas with heavy hitters in multiple industries. After building and helping to build several successful ventures in various industries that include trading, real estate, and so forth, he has refocused on what he loves most, building businesses, managing wealth, mentoring entrepreneurs, and helping others create abundance in all areas of their lives. Driven by a belief that the how or strategy behind achieving mastery and growth becomes clear only when you become clear on your outcome, finding your strengths, key emotional drivers, and purpose, Brad operates his business and life by the motto that the right mindset produces the right strategy, but even the best strategy in the world can't help the person with the wrong mindset. Please share your feedback and thoughts on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MCLobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja to 44222. To ensure you never miss one of our episodes, you can download our free interactive smartphone apps on the Apple and Google Play app stores. I've also created a Cashflow Ninja investment group where I share opportunities that I'm investing in with my fellow investors. If you're interested in joining this group, please email me at info at cashflowninja.com and we will continue the conversation to see if you're a good fit for our group. I've always thought that if there are only a handful of people that have built indestructible wealth in any economy and more market, why are we following the advice and doing what the majority of people are doing that are struggling financially? My friend Dave Zook says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy, but you need to pick one. At The Real Asset Investor, Dave and his company create value for investors looking for high yield returns from real estate ventures domestically and internationally. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities The Real Asset Investor offers, such as the syndication opportunity at the Mahogany Bay Village in Belize, investment opportunities in the multifamily space in the United States, and ATM syndication opportunities, visit CashflowNinja.com forward slash real asset investor. Are you interested in real estate investing but don't know where to start? Join Ops Properties as the premier provider of turnkey lease option investment properties. With their proven system, you can have cash flow within 30 days. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth 
and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Brad, welcome to the show. What's up, brother? How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Uh, can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey with my listeners? Well, what's going on, everybody's listeners at the Cashflow Ninja podcast? My name is Brad Hart. I'm from Make More Marbles. We also have a podcast, so uh, check us out on iTunes for sure. Um, but what am I doing here? That's a good question. That's a good question. So I grew up in New York on Long Island in a town that was mostly, I'm going to say mostly male influence, not a lot of female influence. My mom left when I was super young. My dad got injured when he was driving a truck when I was about two years old uh, to support us. Um, he was driving the lumber truck, came down a hill, load shifted, pinned him in the steering wheel, slipped the disc, couldn't walk for six months. He's crawling around in a mechanics creeper. Uh, finally had one very risky surgery, which is relatively routine now, but it was very risky at the time. So he could walk again, but he was never not in pain again. So he always had sciatica and a lot of problems. And he would medicate those problems with pot and alcohol and coffee and staying up all night and watching TV and just numbing out for the most part. So that was my father figure. My mom was gone and I'm an only child. So it was mostly left up to me to figure it out. And that's kind of what I've been doing. So I've actually been an entrepreneur since I was 12 years old when our mower broke one day. And I went out to the neighbors. And I said, hey, could we borrow your mower? Because it was up to me to mow the lawn and do the dishes and take out the trash and all that stuff. Um, I said, hey, by the way, would you pay me 20 bucks to mow your lawn? You know, because we needed extra cash. I knew even at that age that, hey, if I wanted anything above and beyond TV dinners and soda, that I'd have to go out and figure it out. So I did that. And unknowingly, I'd started a little business, right? So I'd go around to all the neighbors and I'd say, hey, you know, let me mow your lawn for you. And I made 300 bucks that summer. I thought it was King Kong. It was awesome. And, uh, and that kind of is how it started. Um, fast forward to today. Uh, just to give you guys a little bit of a background, I've started a few businesses that did exceptionally well. I had a hedge fund that did really, really well. We had 106% a year one year. Our best month was a million forty thousand profits. Um, and I've been successful in real estate. I've done that piece for years before my dad passed away. And uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody really cares about my successes more than my failures. So let me, you know, I think they'll respect that more and they'll, they'll really relate to that more because I think everybody can relate to failure and not everybody can relate to success. Um, I've also lost a lot of money. I've missed out on a lot of money. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes, both, uh, failing to lead myself and failing to lead others. I used to drink. I don't drink anymore for several reasons, including my dad eventually died from it. Uh, my best friend in college as well. Uh, so I've had some ups and downs there, but I'm five years mostly sober, which has been really great. Um, and what I've come to realize is that even when you make a lot of money in life, it doesn't mean it solves all your problems. It might solve your money problems and only temporarily, but, uh, if you miss the mark and, and that's an old term, by the way, to sin means to miss the mark. It's an archery term. Um, if you miss the mark in life, it means that you're not fulfilled. So even if you have monetary success, which is fleeting and doesn't really matter at the end of your life, uh, and you miss the mark of creating fulfilling human relationships and actually impacting people's lives, then you've kind of failed overall, even if you've been successful by society's definition. So that's kind of more what I focus on today. And I do that in three ways. So we got a little Amazon business, which is spinning up. We started doing that this year. Uh, that's kind of the way we want to generate money going forward, ideally. So uh, that's a piece. And then, you know, I had the investment background and we are really big into cryptocurrencies and blockchain startups right now. So that's where we grow our money. Uh, in addition to other strategies, which we can get into in the call. And then I have the C, which is the way I give money, 
which is through contribution. And my friend uh, and dear partner over at the Greatness Foundation is how I do that. And we build houses and we go and work in the Syrian refugee camps. And uh, they just built a school in Nicaragua. We're doing two more house builds in December and stuff of bus drives and all this good stuff. So it's a way to grow. Uh, I'm sorry, it's a way to generate. It's a way to grow and it's a way to give back. And that's really what we teach at Make More Marbles. And the whole idea behind Make More Marbles, which is also a contribution to the entrepreneurial space, is this idea of we don't need to be like the hungry hippos and grab for all the marbles. We can simply make more for everybody. And that's what we do. And that comes uh, from a worldview of abundance and a philosophy of abundance. And you've put out a ton of great content about abundance and attracting uh, more of what you seek by having that mindset of abundance into your life. Can you share a little bit more about how you attract abundance? And I believe there was an acronym that you used as well as CROPS of uh, of, uh, discussing this topic. That's a great question. So uh, when people think about abundance, they think about the secret, they think about this woo-woo-ness and that's part of it. Sure. Like having that vision and that there's like this, it's not quite scientifically proven yet, but it's getting closer this understanding that we live in a quantum field and that your thoughts actually vibrate a certain frequency and create things in reality. That's true in my opinion, in my experience, but I can't prove it scientifically. So, you know, that'll be left up to better minds and scientific minds than I, Uh, but there's also the law of action. The law of attraction doesn't work without the law of action, right? You can envision and sit around and, and, you know, look at, you know, I've got great stuff up on <laughs> my wall, all these beautiful $4 million homes here in Cardiff. You know, I've got uh, Santorini Greece up here. I've got all the gratitude, everything that's all in my vision. But if I don't take action, it doesn't become real. Right. So that's the two pieces. And then your follow up question was, I think there was an acronym that you used a C R O P S of, uh, so I've, I've actually got, abundance. I've got an actual, the entire wealth cycle. If you guys geek out on wealth dynamics like I do, I do these wealth creation consults with people based on their particular flow. So here's the problem I was trying to solve. So I've had a lot of really successful mentors and so have a lot of my friends and we were perplexed because they would give us really great advice that wouldn't work for us. And I went and spent 10 years trying to figure out why. Like they're objectively successful. They have a track record of success. Success leaves clues. They give us great advice. We know it's great advice and we can't execute on it. Why is that? Well, the reason is I've come to find out is that different entrepreneurs have different types of strengths and flows, if we will. Right? So if somebody's really good with ideas, you're really good with people and they say, oh, just come up with a new idea, right? You're kind of screwed. <laughs> if they're really right. good at timing your numbers or spreadsheets or process or systems or whatever, and you're on the people side, you're kind of screwed. So I'm on the people side. If you haven't guessed, uh, I'm what they call a supporter. And my acronym, there's actually three because you're also the things next to you. So I do the star thing. I do the supporter thing and I do the, the deal maker thing. So my whole wealth creation flow is manifest, right? So make a new intriguing future through enrollment, speaking and thought leadership. That's what we're doing right now. We're getting a bunch of attention. Right. Right. And then we go ahead and we diagnose, right? We go one-on-one. That's where I really live is that supporter role. I seek in every encounter to diagnose, create space, right? Because people need to feel seen and heard before you can solve their problem and then serve support and solve, right? So seeds. And then finally connect that to the marketplace. So connect people to the resources, the opportunities, the people and the systems that they need to move their mission forward faster. And we talk about this on every show. We talk about this in all of our client meetings. That's my jam. I manifest seeds and crops, manifest seeds and crops. Other people's jams are going to be a little bit different. And there's eight total types of wealth creation strategies. And essentially you do the one to your left and then you do the one that you're nailing and then you do the one to your right. And then here's the key piece is you start to surround yourself with people who have other wealth flows so that you can cover the whole cycle. So that ideas, people, timing, and numbers are covered because all four are very necessary to have a successful venture. And if you're missing one, you have a very expensive hobby, 
Just like if you have a business that's missing one of the four leads, sales, value, or operations, you're, you're in for a hurting. And that's true whether you run a lemonade stand or you run ExxonMobil. They all need the same four things. You speak a lot about leveraging, right? And obviously through investing and more advanced strategies, there's a lot of leverage involved. And I think a lot of people talk about this leveraging, leveraging thing and how do you, you know, other people's time and resources and money and all those kind of things and skill sets as combined, right, of, of this value creation formula. But sometimes we forget kind of a very key cog in this, in this wheel, which is us and our time. And uh, it's difficult to kind of leverage, uh, leverage your, other people's times if we, if we don't have our own productivity down as efficient and using it and maximizing our own time. Can you share a little bit more of that? Yeah, that's a great, you've done your research. You've obviously watched a lot of our videos and I appreciate that. <laughs> so yeah, so we, we talk about it like this. So we talked about that wealth and the, the flow and the creation, all that. That's a piece of it. Here's the other piece of it. When you're born, God gives you a cup of tea. That's time, energy, and attention. That's all you start with. And you have a certain amount of each right? And yeah, you can increase your energy through certain practices and morning rituals and the way you eat and the way you exercise. And you can also increase your attention or reclaim it from being wasted. But time is limited, right? If you're Richard Branson, you got 24 hours in a day. If you're me, you got 24 hours in a day, right? Anybody listening, they know 24 hours goes by pretty quick and it gets faster as you get older. So what's the trick is to understand how to first reclaim your true resources, your time, energy, attention, and then utilize those resources to make an abundance of money right? That's your team. So time, energy, attention, and money. Now money becomes the multiplier by which you can then invest in other people's time, energy, and attention, right? Using that wealth creation workflow and flow, uh, flow that I talked about from beginning to end. Uh, people who are better at other things that you're not, but are also necessary in order to have a thriving, successful business. And finally, you can also begin to invest in systems. And what does a system do? This is also an acronym. They save you time, um, sorry, they save you uh, stress, time, energy, and money. Save yourself stress, time, you know, energy and money. So your system goes on your team and makes a little steam engine of productivity and starts chugging on down the tracks. So now you got systems, time, energy, attention, money. All of those things go to creating more money, which can then be reinvested in better systems uh, to drive leads, sales, value, and operations. And that's how you grow a business, right? It's like these little acronyms, they, they sound silly, they sound kitschy, but it's a great way to remember like at a 30,000 foot view, when you're paying attention to every piece of your business, it's really easy to get lost in the weeds. You really got to be able to zoom out and see what's going on and where do you need to balance. Brad, you've talked about the role that mentor, mentorship plays and you, you're playing that role for a lot of people uh, through the content that you're putting out. Uh, can you share a little bit more about the just having access to a mentor? You know, you speak about a blueprint. You've quoted Tony Robbins quite a bit too, where he said, you know, success leaves clues. There's a blueprint out there. Share a little bit how this plays into this uh, process uh, and the power that it has uh, in people's that's, lives? That's a really great question. So I really truly believe that if I had to throw away everything but maybe two tools in my entrepreneurial toolkit, I would keep mentorship and masterminding. Uh, you know, Unequivocally, I think those have been the two things that have changed my life for the better forever. But not all mentors are created equal, right? We talked about earlier how if Tony Robbins and Warren Buffett try the same wealth strategy, that they're going to fail. One of them is going to fail. If they try each other's wealth strategy, they're both going to fail. So, you know, Warren Buffett's got the numbers and timing thing down. Uh, you know, Tony Robbins has the ideas and people things down. So all they should be doing is living in their flow and creating wealth through their flow. Now, they can team up certainly and understanding that whole creation cycle is really a part of that. But you wouldn't want Tony to mentor a Warren Buffett type 
it wouldn't be as successful as if he had a Warren Buffett type mentoring him. And that's a great example of that is how, you know, Charlie Munger and uh, Ben Graham and Warren Buffett both, you know, mentored each other and became partners and built more wealth than any two human beings on the planet, uh, Charlie and Warren specifically, who, you know, started Berkshire Hathaway and grew it to a multi-billion dollar business. And it's all about numbers and timing. They're waiting. They got all the numbers. You know, if you ask Warren Buffett how to invest, he's going to say, well, you start with every prospectus um, on every public company and you read them all. And you'll say to Warren Buffett, you'll say, well, there's like 50,000 of those. You'll say, start with the A's. Now, if you told Tony Robbins to do that, he would be, it would be game over. He would right? go nuts. Right. Warren Buffett, on the other hand, he's got all his numbers in his head and he's waiting for the perfect time when he's sitting in his bathtub one day and the world's falling apart. He calls up the CEO of Bank of America and he says, hey, you know, I got a deal for you. Have I got a deal for you? I want to put $5 billion to work in Bank of America. Okay, Warren, well, here's what we can do for you. We can give you a 6% preferred dividend for your shares. And, uh, oh, by the way, in the next six years, you'll quintuple your money. So, you know, I'm sitting in the bathtub one day and I make 25 extra billion dollars plus 6% on the shares that I own now. You know, and that's the kind of deals that Warren Buffett can do. Granted that he's Warren Buffett, but additionally, he had to start somewhere and he used his strengths to get to that place. You're listening to Brad Hart on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. You're listening to Brad Hart on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. Now, one of the things that you spoke about is first Amazon and building that Amazon business. And oh my goodness, the stuff that's happening there just with Alexa and the AI. <laughs> Google yeah. could Google could be in trouble uh, in, in the near future because people are just going to, instead of Google, it's going to be, let's Alexa this and just ask a, a question, right? If anything's going to kill Google or Amazon except themselves at this point, you know, they have to really make a lot of mistakes. There's just so much opportunity out there that they're willing to capitalize on. The other exciting space is the crypto, crypto space, which you've uh, spoken about quite a bit and uh, you're digging into that space and kind of dissecting it and looking at opportunities. Obviously, it's a minefield for the untrained eye going into this. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. So what do you see in that space? What are some of the exciting developments? Uh, obviously, we've seen Bitcoin uh, just soar this year uh, quite a bit. And then there's other currencies on the heel uh, tracking cryptos, you know, Dash is in there, Monero. Ethereum, a lot of other exciting things going on. What are some of the opportunities you're seeing and what are some of the things that you're keeping an eye on in this space? Well, yeah, just to answer your question, uh, the current price of Bitcoin is $7,274. So that's that's neat, right? When I started looking right. at Bitcoin accidentally in 2009, I have a whole story written out about this. Um, I can send you a link to that and all the... Everything I talk about crypto is in a cheat sheet and I'll just send you the link to that. But, um, you know, basically... You know, from going from five cents to now seven thousand plus dollars has been a long journey, and 
it's still getting started in my opinion. Like there's only now beginning to, you're starting to see like the wheels and engines of information products and courses and, you know, products and picks and shovels businesses and all the different pieces that come along with a more mature industry, but it's still in startup land guys. Uh, I estimate there's only between 500 and a thousand people in the world who a understand how blockchain works and B understand the potential of it. Like they could actually build these companies that could do the things that they're doing. So the next Facebook, the next Google, the next, you know, Amazon.com of the blockchain is still way far down the road. We just don't know. Um, but right now you got a lot of people who are really eager and have a really exciting idea, at least to them, that will probably fail even, even though they're not trying to defraud anybody, even though they're not trying to do it wrong. They're not bad people. They just don't have the gunpowder, I guess, or the, you know, the ability or the connections or the resource or whatever it is that, that is actually going to pull it over the line. And even if they all had that, guess what? The marketplace still has to adopt it. So that's going to be a very painful process of figuring it out. So if you're a person who's willing to speculate on cryptocurrency tokens and cryptocurrency, you're going to, you're going to get, you're going to get it wrong more than you're going to get it right. Because every idiot with a white paper, I can go code, watch a video and in 10 minutes, go code a new token on Ethereum with solidity. And that's right. a problem, right? Because if everybody can print money, anybody can print money. <laughs> right. And that used to be reserved for the central bank. So what you got to understand about this space is that there's just going to be so much noise and so much crap. So I don't make public recommendations because most of them are going to lose anyway, even knowing what I know, which is quite a bit. But I don't know everything, certainly. And even if you did, there's a great saying by Ray Dalio, who just put out a book called Principles, which I recommend everybody check out. It's yeah, great book. book incredible book. Um, those who live by crystal balls end up eating gro broken glass. So you don't know the future. The best thing to do is to check out uh, two things I've written, the crypto cheat sheet, and then the orchard strategy. It's how I grew my hedge fund. It's a really important thing. It's right on the blog, makemoremarbles.com. The crypto cheat sheet is mmm.makemoremarbles.com slash crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O. And that'll give you all the stories and you can geek out on all that stuff. And it's a great resource. It started out as me giving a speech, uh, Yannick Silver. I was at Camp Maverick and he says, hey, it's three o'clock. At four o'clock, you're giving a panel on blockchain and crypto. I'm like, did you forget to tell somebody about that, Yannick? <laughs> it would have been nice if I knew that. <laughs> but it was fine. I got up in front of seven, seven figure, or, I'm sorry, 127 figure earners. And I talked about blockchain and crypto and they were all blown, minds blown. And, oh my God, we want to know more about this. So I made the cheat sheet and I've been adding to it as people ask more questions. Again, I'm not making public recommendations. Please don't ask, but that's a great resource to start so you can get up to speed and education is power, right? Knowledge applied well is power. So, you know, not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. I'm not going to walk that line. I'm not going to be one of these charlatans that are, you know, trying to Ponzi you or, you know, set you up to fail. I, I want you to win, but I want you to understand you're playing with dynamite. And because this is the Cashflow Ninja podcast, there are many other safer asset classes that you should be established in before you really start playing in crypto, ideally, right? Because people exactly. who are investing in crypto, nine out of 10 I talk to, I'm like, they're like, oh, I want to invest in crypto. I'm like, hey, do you have any other investments? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, do you like invest in stocks or oil or commodities or real estate or you have an insurance policy or you have cash in the bank? No, I just, I see all my friends making all this money in crypto. I'm like, These guys are going to get slaughtered, right? Yep. And if you've never invested before, you know, like I know what it's like to lose a Mercedes in an afternoon. I've done it and I go and cry in the hot tub and I know how I react to that. Most people have never lost a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, right? It's like, right. you know, and I'm not, I'm not putting them down. Everybody starts where they start. And I certainly, you know, it's been 15 years since I started this journey. So, you know, I kind of know some of the ups and downs, but the thing to understand is like, 
it's better to go slowly and win than fail and fail and fail and get demoralized and quit. So it might be better to, you know, not jump into the fray, buy a hundred bucks or something like something that you could totally afford to lose a hundred percent of and be fine with, yep. but not get too crazy about crypto because there's going to be a lot of pain coming. I promise you. It just Absolutely. will. It's like any market, fear and greed is going to take over. Right now we're in the greed cycle. Everybody's buying like crazy. I don't know where the end is. I'm not trying to like beat the market here. I'm just holding forever. I'm a crypto lifer, basically, for better or for worse, whether the thing goes up in flames. There's 50 ways it could go up in flames, though, by the way. I just right. want to be very clear about that. Tomorrow, overnight, no recourse whatsoever, all your money gone. That could happen in a lot of different ways. So be aware of that. And then additionally, be aware that it's a long game, right? I'm hoping to, you know, be the guy who owns, you know, oh my God, you own several Bitcoin? Oh, that's freaking amazing. Nobody does that, right? Because there's only 20 mil- 1 million of them ever exist or it's going to be nothing. Right, exactly. Cool. Right? So again, do your research, talk to a financial advisor and ideally you would come from a place of financial strength before you start looking at mega high risk stuff like cryptocurrency. Absolutely. No, I, I couldn't agree with you more. We've, uh, we've shared it too before. First, you've got to establish liquidity. Then there's income being the cash flow ninja podcast, income streams and cash flow. And then there's kind of a growth portion, which there's growth in, um, more manageable investments. And on top of that growth is your swing for the fences, money that you can, if you, if you lose it, like you said, you wake up the next morning and you're fine, you're good to go. And I'll put, I'll put crypto in that bucket, the swing for the fences, basically. Uh, so definitely get educated. Brad, uh, you're always uh, very intriguing with some of the lessons that you share and you're always studying and learning. And one of the habits of successful and wealthy people that I've learned is they're always studying new things and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying and what uh, new skill sets are you currently learning? Yeah. So the blockchain space is obviously our, one of our biggest focus right now. Um, in addition, Amazon is, is another piece. I just, I see them as the behemoth. I want to be playing in that realm. Um, so that's, that's really the two big things that I'm looking at. And then specifically within the blockchain space, we built a bot. We got the demo coming out soon. So it's a trading bot that people can use. It's kind of a mid-tier thing. So it's not like for people who would be investing on like E-Trade or self-directed stuff. And it's not for Goldman Sachs either. It doesn't have a million bells and whistles, but that middle you know, stretch of people that have a good strategy and want to trade it without emotion. Cause every trader has this, you know, uh, they all have the story of, Oh my God, I knew what to do. And I just couldn't do it emotionally. I couldn't handle it. Or I was in the position I was long and blah, 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 blah. And they lost all their money. So we want to alleviate that issue with, with programmatic bots that can just, you know, if you have a bad strategy, it's going to just lose you money automatically. But if you have a good strategy and you can, you know, program it to do that, that'll help you. So that's one piece. Uh, we're working on an event, which we want to bring in some heavy hitters for, uh, probably February or so for the crypto space. And then additionally, I have a course coming out with some trusted um, people that I think are on the level values wise, because I'm already seeing the charlatans and the sharks and the Ponzi schemes come in full force. And a lot of people are going to get hurt. And I just want to be one person who is, you know, on that side of like, Hey guys, pump the brakes. Yeah, it's exciting, but let's come through this with all our fingers and toes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, Brad, a core message in our show is to leave our families and communities and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Um, yeah. I would. So for me, knowing what I know now versus when I started this journey, I would say knowing yourself and what you're great at is the key to everything because then you can double, triple, quadruple down on that and surround yourself with people 
who also need what you have and can provide value to you in other ways. Like we talked about throughout this podcast. So that's the number one is just know thyself. The second thing is know how the game works, right? Understand that money is a game. It always has been. It always will be. And the people who know how to play it tend to win it. And then finally, the third thing is if I could pass no money and only knowledge down to my forebears is don't live my story. I made that mistake. I'm the 13th generation in a small town on Long Island. And I live the story of I have to be the real estate mogul. And I live the story of I have to be the hedge fund mogul. And I found success in those places, but I did not find fulfillment because it wasn't my story. It wasn't the life that I was living. So know thyself, learn the rules of the game so you can win it and choose your story. Very, very powerful. Thank you for sharing. Brad, where can my listeners learn more about you? Uh, where can they dig into make more mar- marbles and stay informed of all of the projects that are involved? Yes, please. I appreciate it. They, uh, they can check us out at make more marbles. I'm also facebook.com slash Brad Hart. We're very easy to find. There's a big team. We're very friendly. Reach out to us if you need any help in the areas of the three G's we talked about. That is generating, growing, and giving money. Uh, we have many partnerships around the world. We do trips. We bring people to Tony Robbins, like you mentioned. We brought 47 people the last one. We're going to 100 people to this next one in March in San Jose, California. That's March 2018. And, um, you know, we're just here to help you guys. Honestly, like there's plenty of ways to make money in the world, but this is the highest impact and best work that I can possibly do while I'm here on this planet. And the the things we got going on blow your mind whole open. This is the thing you've been looking for. It's not the smarmy, you know, just do this and I and you'll get rich too, please. Like, I don't believe in that. I believe in the right solution for the right person at the right time. It's been pretty exciting to see the community that you uh, are creating and building and the things that you're involved with. So uh, definitely we'll follow the progress closely. This has been a blast connecting and, and having you on. And thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners. It's absolutely my pleasure. And everybody out in Cashflow Ninja Land, come on and be marble makers too. We can all win together. Let's do it. Thank you for joining my guests, Brad Hart, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes, and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value for you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gosh Good Newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44222. Smart investors know that the banks actually don't own most automatic teller machines. In fact, the opportunity for private investment provides stellar passive returns, figures in the double digits, with the added bonus that most of the income is tax-free. Who wants to walk blindly past an ATM and not cash in on that opportunity? ATM machine ownership brings you a steady stream of hands-off passive income. Dave Zook and the Real Asset Investor team have been providing opportunities for investors in this uptrend activity of ATM use. If you are an accredited investor and would like more information on how you can invest in this exclusive asset class that very few investors will ever have access to, you can sign up for your free webinar on how to create income streams from ATMs at cashflowninja.com forward slash real asset investor. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to create passive income and become financially free. In just over three years, they've created a lease 
option empire with over 170 properties. They can show you how to do the same. To get cash flow within 30 days, go to joinopsproperties.com. You can also check them out on YouTube. Just search Join Ops Properties or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. The wealthiest investors on the planet know how to capture their wealth and leverage it to perpetually grow it. If you're interested in learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access an educational webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.